Welcome to episode 20 of the Make It Stack podcast. I am your host, Will Waterhouse, and it is it is really great to be back, actually. Um, I haven't done one of these for a while now. Uh, but what I'm going to do today is to go through one of my blogs that I wrote before, which is, should you pay off your student loan early? Okay, so student loans. Millions of us, myself included, have a balance owed to Her Majesty's government, okay? And of these individuals, some will be lucky enough to have saved some decent cash uh, savings or inheritance and looking how best to use it. And so, you know, despite producing personal finance content since 2020, I still don't know exactly how much I owe the government I think my student debt is in the region of forty-five to fifty thousand, uh, but but to be quite honest with you, part of me really doesn't want to find out. Um, I, I've personally been contacted by a few friends who are toying with the idea of of paying it off with a lump sum, given the increasing interest rates that we've seen. As I'm sure you'll have heard, that the Bank of England and the Federal Reserve have been hiking interest rates to, to combat this increased inflationary pressure. And so um, that will impact repayment rates, which I, I will get onto later. So what I did is I cracked open an Excel spreadsheet and tried to get to the bottom of it. So is it worth paying off your student loan early in one fell swoop if you can afford it? So first off, let's look at the current rules. So uh, I'm just going to go through the, the key rules for individuals who took out a student loan after the 1st of September 2012, okay? Um, so that, 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 is, that is for people who are probably under 30. Okay, so what is the interest rate on the loan? So it's RPI, which is a measure of inflation, plus up to 3% per annum. RPI at the moment is around 10%, so interest rates are currently at 13%, or the repayment, the repayment rates are at 13%. Random. Secondly, when are student loans written off? So student loans are written off 30 years after your repayment starts. So for me, this would be in 2047, as I started paying them off in 2017. How much do I need to earn before the repayments kick in? So this is £2,274 a month before tax and other deductions. And they change on the 6th of April every year. So for instance, um, if you earn, say, 2,374, so £100 above the threshold, which is equal to around £28,500 a year, you're paying £9 a month, which is 9% on £100. Um, and then, okay, let's make some assumptions for, for modelling purposes. So let's say you graduate in 2017, which is what I did. Your current level of student debt is 50000 and you have a salary of £45,000 a year, which increases in line with RPI. Uh, we'll also state that the salary threshold to pay off the student loan, which is currently £2,274 a month, increases in line with inflation. Average RPI over the next 25 years, we'll say is 5%. 
I feel. I mean, I feel like making long-term inflation forecasts is tricky to do. But I guess if we say that the government is targeting 2% over the long run and we're currently seeing very high inflation, perhaps 5% over 25 years isn't isn't out of the ordinary and may well be a likely outcome. Uh, also, the, the interest rate on the loan, given, given that RPI we're assuming to be 5% over the long term, uh, the interest rate on the loan will be 8%, RPI plus 3 and the initial interest repayments will be around £130 a month. And then the final uh, assumption that we'll make is that the long-term return on invested capital, so investments in, in equities in the stock market, is, is 7% per annum. Okay? So there's, there's two strategies, right? So strategy one is what most, most people are doing, is you just pay the minimum repayments until the loan is written off or the balance is fully paid off. Okay, that's what I'm doing. It's probably what you're doing. And then, but but we'll, we'll make we'll make the assumption that you have a lump sum and you're figuring out what to do with it. So we'll say that you have fifty thousand pounds to invest, and and in this strategy number one, we'll assume that you invest that fifty thousand in the stock market in 2022. Strategy number two is pay off the loan early. So you use the the 50k to pay off the to, to pay off your student loan in full in 2022. And then you invest cash in the stock market on a monthly basis that are equal to the interest repayments that you will have had to make in the other strategy. So I've assumed that these amounts aren't taxed as they're made out of uh, gross income. Okay. So Let's see how the strategies will perform. So basically, I've, I've done a table here and it shows for each strategy uh, the, the aggregate amount of repayments and then the value of your invested capital and then, and then basically the total gain. So in strategy one, when you, when you pay off the minimum amount, your repayments are about 79,000. Okay, the loan... The loan was written off, and the fifty thousand that you invested has turned into two hundred seventy-four k. So, if we aggregate all that together, so if if you do the investment value of two seven four minus the repayments of seventy nine, you get a total gain of one hundred ninety-five k, right? And if we compare this to strategy two, which is if you pay off the loan early, your repayments are fifty k. You just pay it off now, um, but your investments. Okay, so that so the monthly amounts you 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 pay into the stock market later have only increased to one hundred seventy five k. So the total sort of net gain for strategy two is one hundred twenty five thousand. So as you can see, strategy one, i.e. minimum repayments, beat strategy two substantially. So the benefit of investing the fifty thousand over the long term comfortably offsets the higher interest repayments over the term of the loan. Okay. So the question you're probably going to ask is, but what if my salary increases above inflation? I'll surely be promoted or moved to, to better roles with higher salaries. So how will that affect the performance of each strategy? And that, that is a really important question. So what, what I've done in, in, the next, in the next table is um, making the same assumptions as before, but we assume that wage growth 
is RPI plus 1%. Okay, so what that means is that your your uh, your salary is increasing above inflation. So you're, you are becoming, you, you have a higher salary in real terms as time goes on. So the, the total gain from strategy one in this case is, is 164K, okay? So repayments increase to 111,000 because you're earning more money. The investment value remains at 274K, which is simply the 50,000 invested today and then appreciating in value. Strategy two, okay, so you pay, you, you pay it off 50,000, so repayments 50K. Uh, and the investment value goes to 228k. So if we look at the net the net gain, strategy two is 178,000 and strategy one is 164,000. So in this case, paying off your student loan early is better. So if you have a successful career with a salary which increases above inflation, the student loan repayments increase substantially. Okay? So let, let, let's just, um, let's see how the strategies pay out in a, in a variety of scenarios. So what, what, uh, what I've done here is, is plotted another table uh, showing salaries from low to high on, on one axis and then wage growth over the term of the loan on the other axis. And it's clear from my analysis that the following two factors can heavily influence your decision to pay off your student loan. One is current salary, and second is expected long-term salary growth relative to inflation. And this is intuitive as, as both these points materially impact the monthly repayments which add up over time. So paying off your student loan early makes most sense for those who are on a medium to high income of at least 45000 with a salary forecast to increase above inflation over the long term. And paying off your student loan early makes least sense for those who are on a low income with a poor wage growth outlook. Okay, so if you're say earning thirty thousand pounds a year and you get you get a lot of inheritance and you're fairly sure that your salary, you know, won't increase much over the long term. Say you've got different, you know. D different different metrics for success in life you know it's, it's not all about it's not all about money it, it can also be about um helping other people pursuing your passions uh, things like that um if you're one of those people it it probably doesn't make sense to to pay off your student loan early and to actually just invest invest that money in the stock market okay so let's just uh bring this all together and uh provide i'll provide my final thoughts on this so deciding to pay off your student loan early is a complex decision, no two ways about it. A great deal of care should be taken before deciding to pull the trigger, as it were. Important factors such as long-term salary trajectory versus inflation and potential changes in government policy are very difficult to know with clarity. But what is clear is that the, the cost of getting this decision wrong can be substantial. So whenever you make a financial decision, always think of the opportunity cost. So in this case, paying off the, the loan early foregoes the opportunity to invest a lump sum in the stock market for the long term. 
So just because you pay off your loan early doesn't mean you're maximizing your long-term wealth. So that, that is, they are my thoughts on paying off your student loan early. Um, I know it's a complex topic and, and I've gone through this quite quickly, but I hope you've enjoyed it and please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions. Uh, this um, transcript uh, can be found on my website, www.catenanalytics.com for you to see the tables that I was referring to. Thank you very much. Well done on making it to the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please can you leave a comment if possible and leave a five-star review. This will really help the algorithm. And also let me know which content really resonates with you. Uh, Thank you very much. Just one final note. uh, Remember that the podcast should not be regarded as financial advice. If you are unsure of making any investment decision, please contact your financial advisor.